with the final race here as we head to Phoenix. The NASCAR championship is on the line. Brian and I are here to get you set for the Phoenix race. The NASCAR championship, Brian and I will talk race odds. We'll talk championship odds. We'll talk you talk to you how we're betting this, uh, what we're betting, all of that good stuff, as well as recap all that was Martinsville, uh, talk some DraftKings, talk some uh, betting card, all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, get ready for pour one out the final race of the year. <laughs> Ross Chastain used the wall all the way around this racetrack. Logano has been the class of the field. Check out the big brain on grass. Yeah, I need to change my underwear. Brian Twining, we started this way back in February with a little Daytona 500 action. Appreciate everybody who's been along for the ride. It's been one hell of a ride. Um, But we're talking about the final race. Uh, It's Phoenix. It's, um, you know, the championship on the line. We know who the final four is. Uh, obviously, Christopher Bell and William Byron and your boy, Ryan Blaney, YRB. Right, baby. Uh, and old Kyle Larson. That's your final four. Um, pretty, pretty excited for the race. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I know you will be uh, sports book side in Vegas. I'm very excited for you. Uh, it. We will still record our normal show Saturday night to get you set for the race, talk DraftKings, all that good stuff. But uh, before we do that, we should talk a little Martinsville because I think it was yes, a fun please. race. Uh, Brian had a great card. Uh, mine was a little frustrating, but it was fine. Uh, but let me throw up a little bit and then I'll put it on the screen. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Wow. So obviously, young Ryan Blaney, YRB, uh, was the best car. We talked about that. Um, Impressive run. Uh, It felt like he wasn't quite going to get there, and then he got there, and and he was gone. It was was hard to to catch up. Um, And obviously, having him in your DraftKings lineups was the guy you needed. So obviously, having him... Only 26% of the field in this contest uh, had him, which was nice to nice to see. Old Chris Bell had a nice race. Uh, old Joey Logano helped his teammate out. We'll see if he can do it again this week. Uh, Finally, start- for the first time in 2023, Logano doesn't screw me over some way, oh. somehow. I feel like he's setting you up, though. He's, he's oh, losing yeah. with the football, oh, yeah. and you're going to go back to the well, and it, it may end poorly. Uh, shouts to SHR. Um, you know, you close enough, but quite couldn't get there. Uh, Austin Cindric pulled out the top 10. Appreciate that, Austin. And uh, Harrison Burton. Yeah, so going with our basically Penske or Penske affiliated and then just mixing in Bell and Briscoe was yep. key to a nice week. Um, wish I'd played a little bit more, but that's okay. Overall, pretty solid. Uh, let's throw up the bet tracker here. Um, let's go. So Briscoe, top 10, duh. Eric Almirola, top 10, duh. Uh, Ryan Priest and Kevin Harvick, you were there. You were so close, and yep. then you weren't. Um, so obviously that didn't work out. Uh, Brad K, not so much. The Priest and the the Briscoe top four actually felt real, real. 
Uh, obviously, with Blaney winning, easy. Over three and a half Fords. Love that bet. Cash that bet. Uh, I think we got five in there, four or five. Yeah, they, they placed five, um, five Mustangs in the top ten. Briscoe over Busher. That was great. Briscoe over Almarola. Briscoe had a great day right behind Almarola. You know, there was okay. So if if you caught Chris Wormy's pre race poll uh, and you were watching on YouTube, I I put in a comment in there and I said this feels like a race that somebody like Eric Almarola is going to win. So let me just say when we were coming to like forty to go and Almarola was leading the field, I was like, man, I don't know if I want Almarola to win here because he was probably like twenty to one for people, or if I want my guy Blaney to wind up catching him from well, runner up wanted, and take home the victory. We wanted Blaney because we wanted that 10 to one. We wanted to cash that championship ticket. So obviously yeah, but he was going to get in regardless at that point. Like he had already solidified his playoff yeah, spot, but no, that was fair. So, so I was definitely torn for a while. Uh, and then Denny Hamlin tears in a row, just right there. And then left on the outside looking in, obviously last year at the hail melon this year, just could not get to where he needed. And, Old Byron just needed like a top 18 finish, basically top 17 yep. finish. And he was going to be locked in. So obviously he got that. I almost, Ryan. okay. So I, I wanted to mention something about that. I almost feel like some of the drivers in the, in the midfield kind of sandbagged a little bit to let William Byron get by them to <laughs> assure the fact that Denny didn't get in because look, Everyone has probably seen by now. Denny is probably ruffling some feathers, uh, probably just in the garage. He's very outspoken. I know fans are all over him. I love it personally. I know I Kyle he, he hates him, but um, like I do wonder if there were certain drivers who were like, you know, f that guy. Like Ross Chastain, for instance, who finished one spot behind William Byron. He and Denny have had some run-ins in the past. Like, yeah. Yeah, and obviously uh, Ross owed uh, Ross owed Hendrick some uh, thank you. Exactly. So, like yeah. this is like his good. There was also a few cars that had to pit, unfortunately. Oh yeah, because they stayed out and hoped to get some good luck, and you know. Uh, but Brian, Brian Blaney, eight and a half to one, cash it. Logano top ten, Logano <laughs> top five, cash it, cash it. You almost got the top three. Obviously, the top four wasn't going to come to fruition. With Blaney winning the race, Penske over SHR uh, obviously got a nice price on that pre-practice yes. and qualifying. Cash it, Blaney over Hamlin. Cash it, uh, Bubba, Bubba top ten. Of course, that's it, it. Always like it feels like we've had. I mean, if we go back, I bet we could find a bunch of those where it's like, yeah, need a top five, six, need a top ten, eleventh, need him to win in a head-to-head, gets fourth. The guy that he's in head-to-head gets third. Hey, I'm not going to, I'm still extremely optimistic, especially about going into next year. Like yeah. the fact that we're disappointed that he got an 11th at a track that he was never really considered to be good at. Like yeah. that's now three consecutive finishes, 11th or better at Homestead. I'm you know, really like, curious to see what his, to make the final four and to win the championship prices are going to be. Well, uh, obviously he should we'll, probably be amongst the favorites now that we know that he's got the force behind him. Well, I mean. uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll definitely have some content before the Daytona 500. So oh, make yeah. sure you are staying subscribed. Uh, we will have some futures bets. Uh, maybe we can rope uh, some some nice guests to come in and 
and chat, uh, you know, long, season long odds with us to kind of get some some nice tickets in our pockets. So as we're heading into the final week, we can have a 35 to one on Ryan Blaney or some of these really nice numbers that some yeah. people have had. Um, you know, some people have seven or eight to one on Kyle Larson. Like there's different numbers out there. But a hell of a week, Brian. We cashed a lot of tickets. Um, obviously, uh, getting some good vibes heading into the season finale. Uh, with that being said, let's look at some odds. Let's talk some numbers and see what we can do. So uh, let's look at first just the, the race odds. And, you know, I was looking, I pulled up some numbers uh, while I was doing some prep. And then obviously you, you hit them with the nugget. But uh of the nine races in the final four uh the a playoff driver has won the race um of the last three playoff races the playoff driver has won has gotten the pole and that driver has won the race so chase in 2020 kyle larson 2021 and joey logano in 2022 pulled it won it pulled it won it Lagana or uh, Elliot actually had in 2020 pulled it, had to start in the back and still won the race. So obviously, you know, this this is a field where, you know, it's not easy per se to move through. But if you are one of the best cars and you have a legit shot, you can move forward and you can actually get there. Even last year, we saw it. Ross Chastain started 25th, ends up finishing third. Um you know, once again, Logano pulled it, won it, was the best car all day. Um, so, you know, if you well, have a strong feeling. 12 was the best car. Well, he, yeah. Okay. He allowed right. his teammates. You're right. Um, and that's something I want to think about, too, because as you mentioned, there there's a very real argument for the 12 being the best car all day on Sunday. But because of team responsibilities and whatnot. Uh, he made sure his boy got got the win. So we'll see. Uh, obviously, an opportunity for the uh, 22 to help out and and kind of repay some of those we'll see. Uh, some of those those niceties, as they say. Um, so it's interesting to talk about. So obviously, these are race odds. So we'll go through the race odds, and then we'll go through the championship odds and see where where the best numbers are. Uh, clearly, you know, you don't necessarily have to win the race to win the championship so there is a little more wiggle room but But it sure feels like you got to win the race to win the championship especially with the names in this in the final four and the like kyle larson is dominant at phoenix ryan blaney over the last like few years i was actually looking at his results at phoenix over the last uh in, in this let me let me pull it up here we go uh, he has over, a 4.4 average finish yeah. in, the, like, in the next gen car here. in his november races all of the championship races even though he's not been there he was second in 2022 he was fourth in 2021 he was sixth in 2020 uh he was third in 2019 and then obviously had a radiator issue in 2018 and finished 34th but qualified fourth November uh, 2017, when he was with Wood Brothers, put it on pole. Um, and then, you know, top 10 did it back in 2016 with Wood Brothers. So this is a guy who drives extremely well at this track. Obviously, our, my boy, William Byron, got the got the win back in the spring. Arguably, the, the best car that day was the five. But Byron, as we've seen all year, 
Put yourself in position, have a chance at the end, let your amazing pit crew do their thing in the final pit stop, and you're going to be looking great. And then obviously Chris Bell, you know, he's definitely like the fourth of this name and, you know, his odds show show of that. But he's also a really good shorter flat track guy. He's really good at New Hampshire. Um, You know, we've seen him win um, at, at flat track. So this is another track where he could excel and, you know, he's kind of the guy that no one's talking about. Logano was in the exact same position last year, and I'm wondering if we end up getting there, but we'll let that happen. So as the race odds sit, Kyle Larson plus 170. You can get 215 at, at Bet Rivers. Uh, obviously, his out, his championship odds are about 150, so it makes sense. Ryan Blaney, uh, two and a half, three to one, depending on where you look. Byron's starts with a three in front of it, which, you know, as a Byron fan who's won a lot of races for me this year, I love seeing that. And then obviously Christopher Bell, you can get as long as five to one. So Brian Twining, as we sit here, obviously, you know, if people have futures and other stuff that they're sitting yeah. on, you're obviously in a great spot. But if we're stepping up to the window right now, like all these numbers are super gross, but it sure feels like like 85, 90% of the time, one of these guys is going to win. So at current odds, is there anyone that's interesting to you um, in, in terms of outrights? Or is this something where maybe we want to find different ways to attack it and, and get a piece of these drivers? Yeah, so I, I think you and I both attacked uh, the championship race similarly last year where we looked at championship odds and they were shorter. So we just went to the race odds. And I've been tweeting about this all week. Um, I'm not betting any of the top three guys, I'd probably not betting Christopher Bell either. But if you're going to give me five to one that Bet Rivers is offering yeah. on Christopher Bell to essentially win the championship, that's what this bet is, considering it's been nine, all nine of the current formatted championship drivers won the championship race to win the championship. I have no reason to think that the, it's going to be any different this year. So if I think if Christopher Bell brings the type of speed that he's been bringing and unloading with on a consistent basis, these last four or five races, I, he's got he's got a decent shot here. So if anybody is going on the card for for the race win amongst these guys, it's going to be Bell's number. I yeah, can't I'm with you. Um, two Ryan, threes. That's Ryan. I fantasy race tweeted out basically a quote from Bell saying he expects to have a rocket ship this week. Um, you know, obviously we saw how important winning Vegas and getting to, you know, basically have three weeks to tune your car and get it set for Phoenix was for Logano last year. Larson's in the same boat, um, very much in a good spot. Byron, you know, it, it was one of the questions I thought was interesting. Um, and I think they kind of answered it pretty well, but having two Hendrick guys in the final four is interesting. You know, all of the garage can't focus on one guy. Yep. If there's a team that you could do that with, it's either probably Hendrick or like JGR. Like a lot of the smaller teams, the track house, the colleagues, whatever, like they would have no shot to do this. But with the money and the backing and all the stuff that Hendrick has, and especially with Larson being able to prep the way he did, now yeah. put a little more focus on Byron's car. I think they're in a better spot. But you are you in agreement there? Oh, yeah. No. It, the one thing I'll say about Bell, though, is that. Like the fact that you have, he's the only Toyota that's in this, that the only you know, Toyota, the championship here, the only JGR, 
not only do you have the entire JGR garage, you have the 2311 garage, who's the same manufacturer helping you out. And then we can't forget, we also have the Legacy garage, which is essentially turning, they're turning Toyota next year, which I'm sure they've already been communicating with all of these guys. So, I mean, their team is massive going into this weekend to do everything possible to get Christopher Bell the best car necessary to try to win this race. And you know what? Uh, he is the only driver outside of Kyle Larson who's been in a championship four race with a shot with a shot to win the championship. <laughs> That's so wild. Obviously, last year didn't go very well. He kind of started yeah. poorly, and you know it was like a top ten car by the end of the day. But like Blaney's never been here with this kind of pressure. Um, Byron's never been here with this kind of pressure. And I think uh, it's a, um, they mentioned it towards the end of the NASCAR betting preview show tonight. Uh, they were talking about how shaky's uh, William Byron sounded on his in-car radio when he was asking his crew chief, like how many points, how many points, like what's the situation. And you yeah. could tell that nerves were definitely there for him as far as like potentially losing out on a shot to make the championship for. So yeah. who knows how well he's going to handle this type of pressure. Obviously, going in with a win earlier this year at the same track definitely oh, boosts yeah, your confidence, sure. and he's been incredible. But yeah, no, it's it's a very real thing, and um, I, I I am you know very curious. And as we as we talk more and more, I'm I'm becoming a little more optimistic, and maybe there should be some Christopher Bell exposure. Well, on the card. and speaking about pressure, who amongst this group? has handled the pressure the best in the playoffs the last two years. Mm -hmm. The last two years. Christopher yeah. Bell has won two elimination races and essentially won his way in this year because there was probably he wasn't probably wasn't going to point in had no. he not won at uh two weeks ago. No, he that. was definitely on the outside looking in. It's either probably Truex or Hamlin getting the exactly. last spot if he doesn't win. So um no I think that's I think that's a great point. And you know when when the you know he's the baby faced assassin, you don't think he's got it in him, but uh, and with the bed shitter, Kyle Larson is the the big yeah. outright favorite. Obviously, Larson could dominate this race, dust everybody, and it could mean nothing. But um, if we get to overtime or we have rate laps at the end, and there's a championship on the line, there's a good shot. Although when he won the championship, it, he was clearly on the outside looking in. Had an incredible pit stop by his pit crew, which is great all year. Which, who does that sound like? But William Byron, yeah, yeah, got an amazing pit crew, got into position, won the race. So, I'm curious to see how it all shakes out. Like I said, I cannot wait for Saturday. Um, I know there's been some, you know, scuttlebutt about potential winners not not in the final four. I don't know that Brian and I are going to be betting any of them. Uh, you know, if you want to do the Kevin Harvick thing, like a lot of uh, NASCAR. I was just going to say, I think for sentimental reasons, I don't, I don't blame anybody yeah. hitting Harvick. Like if honestly, if anybody's going to win this race, that, that even the championship drivers would allow to win the race, it, it would be him. But in that same breath, like Kyle and I were chatting before jumping in here, Harvick is a very respectful driver. He's not, a Denny or a Logano or a Keselowski who's out there just solely for himself and does not give a crap about anybody else. Like I, I think Harvick would seed way to the championship guys to allow them their moment because he's been in the sport and a lie. You know, he, he has a championship, all that type of stuff. I think Logano would be happy to get the win if Blaney wasn't one of the final four teams. And maybe he will still be the guy that, 
pushes his way. He's he, he's sort of interesting. And then, as you mentioned, Denny is middle fingers up, does not give a care about what anybody else says. So if you want to get a little Denny exposure, well, I don't. Mind. I was just gonna say. So the one one like scenario that I that I thought about earlier in the week that I could definitely see happening is if let's say either Ryan Blaney or say Christopher Bell wrecks out early that then opens the window for the rest of that garage. Like especially for Logano to just say, F it. I don't have a teammate here. Like I'm trying to win this damn thing or vice versa in the JGR camp, like Denny or Truex who, although True, Truex yeah, I mean, as we talked now. about in the chat on the, on the yeah. NASCAR betting preview, that dude's already on vacation. Yeah. But James small like, is going to be stuck in Australia. He's going to have a new, pit crew a uh, new crew chief next year uh, like he's no james he's, Ball, he's gonna so he's gonna be in witness protection away from martin Truex. um but yeah so i think denny or logano probably outside of harvick make the most sense in terms of guys that could potentially win because if their teammate essentially gets knocked out early they have nothing else to lose rather than just going for the win and brad k I mean, if you really want to push, like yeah, this is the best know. car. He's he's obviously not done great here, but this yeah, is the best car. It. Yeah, I agree. He's probably, but I like uh, Mark Skybox NASCAR was talking about him for a top ten. I think that could make some sense. Um, I mean, I will say I need a Keselowski win because I bet him over a half a win this year. But I mean, like, I'd rather get the Briscoe at this point. We both need that so bad. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> oh, man. That would be, as we were talking about, one hell of a run out. Uh, yeah. well, as I mentioned, if you're not watching the NASCAR betting preview each and every week, you are missing out. It's it's incredible entertainment. To- ton of really good information and, and just makes you a better better. So. With that being said, uh, are you going to add any outrights or should we just look at like futures in terms of the champion and stuff? Uh, So also another market that I think is an interesting way to hedge off of actually picking a race winner or betting the championship is Mm -hmm. if you can find groups. Mm -hmm. So like on Caesars, they have group G is all four of the championship guys. So you have Larson plus 150, Blaney plus 230, Byron plus 290, and Christopher Bell plus 420. Yeah. You can you can bet them to win the groups, which is essentially winning the championship, but they don't even have to get close to the front row. Like you don't even need them to finish inside the top five for this yeah. to cash, and they would win the championship at close to similar, if not longer, odds than right. what the actual championship numbers are. Right, and we expect, like we said, we expect that to happen. But if there is a year where that doesn't happen, th- and you're getting just as good, if not better, odds, I think it makes exactly. Sense. Yeah. Uh, so DraftKings says championship futures up. Larson's plus one fifty. Byron's two and a half to one. Blaney's two and a half to one. Christopher Bell is three and a half, three point or plus three thirty. Perfect. So once again, you, just you, show- I was just gonna say it. Just shows you right there. This Caesar's group right there. Byron is plus two ninety to win the group amongst these guys. So you're getting, you're getting four points there. And then bell is plus four twenty. So you're getting, you're getting nine points. Yeah. And if you can find like a bet rivers or a close number close to it, there's, um, you know, you could get even a better number. So I think if I'm betting any of these, I'm, I'm not betting here. I'm betting the, the race future, but, um, and then I know, I don't think we were able to do it last year, but I'm pretty sure the year Larson won. 
we were able to parlay Larson to win the race and Larson to win the championship, which obviously I think folks <laughs> realize that that's the same thing. Wasn't that maybe the that's why year? we can't do it anymore? But I'm almost positive that I had that bet. Um, so if you can find a way to bet that at some offshore or some local book, or you have some, you know, some some workaround, I don't think, uh, you know, that could be a nice way to boost your odds a little bit too. So always yeah. check, always find a way to get some value. Uh, that being said, let's look at top tens where, uh, those markets, my God, Brian and I were able to get down a little bit on some, some nice numbers. Um, and apparently everybody else was getting down on them at the same time because those numbers, um, got obliterated in, um, no time. So, oh, in a matter of minutes, yeah. those numbers I mean, were we, <laughs> Brian texted me, did you look at the odds recently? And. I was like, no, I'll go look. And it was just like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So obviously, you know, the playoff guys, the top 10 is a, no, a non-starter. That's They're all ridiculous. Super ridiculous. That being said, Logano minus 125 is really, really interesting. Gosh, that's still a good number. Still really good. If you can get it anywhere close, you know, between there and like, you know, you know, we we got it plus money, but I don't I don't think that exists in market. I would take it up to one thirty or one thirty five. He feels he feels really rock solid, and I feel like he's going to be right there to help push Blaney, or at least attempt to push Blaney to the end. Yeah. Uh, there was some scuttlebutt about Reddick on the NASCAR betting preview and how uh, dejected he sounded. He's kind of like sounds like he's been you know basically had the flu for three weeks so he's out to lunch uh obviously i'm not betting truex yes but he's driving a tie fighter car yeah they're the the 2311 cars are pretty dope i'm not gonna lie um you know for the final race of the year i think that makes some sense Uh, i'm gonna add the logano number um oh no we're both doing it we have to it's now Mind you, I'll admit I smashed this on our offshore because I believe I got it at plus one twenty-five or something. I crushed the number there, and it was sure. it was adjusted accordingly <laughs> shortly thereafter. So, uh, yeah, I think I think that one makes the like that's the best value to to like cost ratio. Um, I also am going to add Chase Briscoe because uh, that dude is just a machine at this track. Um, I did the Briscoe thing last week. It worked out great. Uh, top 10 plus money. Thank you very much, Draft or uh, Caesars. Yeah, that's actually a really good number. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, what do you think about kind of this range? Like Ross Chastain obviously has some good track history. Obviously not in the final four this year. It's a little different. Kyle Busch is a place where he's traditionally been successful, but like, so for me, Kyle Busch, I almost feel like he's in the, he's in the same boat as Martin Truex Jr. Those guys have been doing this for so long. This race now, like what do they have to prove for a one race sprint? Like outside of look, I'm ready to get to the freaking off season and prepare for next year. Yeah. And KFB is one of those guys that like, if his car doesn't have it, he's just out to lunch and doesn't care. And rides around 23rd and, we saw it last year with in the 18 like when his car sucked he would essentially intentionally wreck himself out of races just because he was un he was disinterested in being there so i suspect there's a possibility of that again i do think uh it might have been big ross i don't know who mentioned it during the nascar betting preview show but 
everyone's buddy Tyrone Gibbs, uh, plus 250 to top 10. I think that's a very intriguing number. He's had a great car the last couple of weeks. Again, you got to stay out of trouble because he's been having some issues with that. But yeah. in terms of equipment, it's fantastic for him. And I think he's got a good shot. And that's a great number, especially if he qualifies up near the front. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a guy that's just like, been rock solid all year long. Uh, look at Bet Rivers just not letting people have fun. One plus one forty five. Bet Rivers didn't we, get the memo that they they need to take in money this week. Apparently, are we going to do the Almarola thing? Look again. I'm going to admit to the people we got this at over five to one on our offshore. So seeing this at three to one is a little. It's a little uh, disgusting, but yeah, I, I'm going to add it again. Yeah, I'm gonna add it again. It's still it's still a good number. And uh yeah, it's still a good number. Um he's been good. He was good at New Hampshire, which is obviously one of the closest comps yep. to this track. He was really good last week, obviously. Um, you know, Phoenix is a place where he hasn't been amazing as of late, but he was he's fine and he and I'm not asking him to win the race, but I think he's shown enough speed. And he's in a weird spot. Like he's kind of like obviously doesn't have anything secured for next year. So we'll see where he is and what, um, you know, is he Xfinity? Is he because it seems like he's going to be like a part time driver? Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see. Well, I think he's he's still trying to find like a part time ride. Yeah, that's the issue. Is he was talking about a lot of teams don't want to have part timers in Xfinity or trucks because they're going for a championship. So. And I think it definitely hurts him that like uh, KFB Motorsports is going away. So like that. I wonder if you know they're going to do the SVG thing and have him run a bunch of races. Maybe Almirola could run the car when they're not doing that. Yeah, um, I don't know. It, or it like because like I know because I know Colleague was rotating guys sometimes in Xfinity, yep. and I know Hendrick always has a spot. Like they like to occasionally you know submit an yeah. entry for races. So. Uh, and then me amigo kind of seems like his seat's getting a little warm, a little toasty. We'll see what he, uh, he ends up doing. Um, Austin Sindrick seven to one. Do we dare go back to the well? I don't, I, I can't do it. I'm not doing it. That makes me want to do it even more. <laughs> yeah, it's, it hasn't been great in the next gen in terms of total speed. Twenty sixth, eleventh at the 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 fall race though, and then twenty sixth, um, and then shorter flat tracks. Let's see here, where are we at? Um, slow, slow, really slow, extremely slow, not very fast, and then slow. <laughs> so that's not what you're looking for. Uh, all these charts on uh, iFantasy Races Twitter. Um, are incredibly helpful. I'd definitely go check those out. Um, yeah, I don't like any of these. The if only... You, so, like, I don't know. I don't hate the McDowell number at 1,000, but because it is the last race of the year, I do wonder if some of these guys are just in... Let me just let me just run these laps and get the hell out of here, mode. Especially some of the smaller teams like front row, like yeah, don't ruin the car on the last race of the season. Corey LaJoy, just keep it going, you know. Spire and Colleague, and you know, let's keep that car together because that that's really expensive to replace. Yeah, going into next year, so just keep it in one piece. Don't ruin it. 
But yeah, the McDowell, I know that has been getting a little bit of buzz, and he's been he's been okay. Um, and I think he makes some sense at Phoenix. Uh, where is he at? But yeah, it's just like I don't think I can do. It. I think my card's going to be really small, which is like normally I say that, and then I add a hundred bets. But like I might actually keep it pretty small. Although well, I was just going to say. I, like. I think the card might be smaller this week. It's going to be more condensed, but it's going to be larger units. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So I'll, I'll be still getting my crazy exposure. It'll just be um, four or five drivers, which maybe that's something we should look into for next year. And <laughs> No, look, look. The best way to try to be profitable is just do not bet the super speedways. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We might have but to do that. We're like, not. We're not here for that. At least I'm not. No, we love to spray the board, especially the 500. Are you kidding me? I can't show up to the first race of the season and be like, I'm just not going to bet it. That's not fun. (laughs) Yeah. Like, look, if you want. There's no edge here. Yeah. If you obviously, if you're trying to be a profitable better throughout the year and really, you know, cut down on every corner, like avoiding super speedways is really smart. Don't bet when you don't have an edge. But Brian and I are here to. Have some fun, throw some shit against the wall, see what sticks, and then yeah. obviously we're you know we're trying to hit winning bets. We're not here to just you know you know do something stupid, but uh, okay. So Byron versus Blaney. Um, oh, I love the I love the championship matchups this week. By the way, okay. I, I think Blaney's the bet, but I'm not adding minus one twenty seven. Yeah, no, especially against my guy Byron. Uh, I kind of like the Reddick, although the stuff that Phil was talking about scared me off of him just a little bit. Um, Logano over Denny. Do we go there? So the only thing I worry about that is because uh, at Martinsville. No, was that at Homestead or was that Martinsville? I think it was Martinsville. Denny came out and spoke against what Logano did to uh, Ty, Ty Gibbs. Yeah. Like when he literally just went in there and wrecked basically wrecked him on purpose to move through the field. And so, you know, I don't know, like last race of the season, like you said, Denny does not give an F anymore. And if there are two drivers that are (laughs) going to get into a fight on the track, it's going to be those two. So I like, I don't know. I think, I think Denny would want to, would want to whoop his ass on the track. All right. Um, it's I'm gonna sound like a broken record, but Chase Briscoe over Chris Busher. Welcome to the card. I don't care that it's minus one fourteen. Um, Briscoe is gonna be really good. He's gonna be a top yeah like, ten, probably top five ish type car. Um, and Butcher just doesn't have that in him. Oh, they took it off. Fourteen. Uh, Bubba plus one hundred five or uh, versus Ross, I think, is sort of interesting. Bell versus Blaney, I'd rather just bet Bell to win the championship and not worry about that because I think Blaney is going to be the car to beat, um, if not him, Larson probably. But Byron over Larson. So that was one of the ones. Like I'm, I'm going to bet that. The bed shitter. Does he shit the bed? Uh, Keslowski over Busher. It's a good bet. A market. I don't know where the hell I saw it. It might have been on our offshore. Um, uh, it was like plus 170. 
Byron over Larson. Uh, Truex is out, to, out already on vacation. Um, I'm getting Chase Briscoe at even money. Uh, I will happily take that. Uh, let's see. DraftKings. Bell plus 165. Almarola minus 105 versus Tyrone Gibbs. We like Almarola. Gibbs is going to have speed, Gibbs though. That's have speed. Gibbs is interesting, and this is a good spot for him to get some good momentum going into next year, too. He's somebody that I want to look at what his final four odds are going into next year. I don't think he could win the championship, but I think he could be the sneaky fourth car that makes some noise because he was good, and he was showing a, an ability to pop on different kinds of tracks this year, and I think that's yeah. going to be... Um, something that makes sense. If you have a driver, uh, let us know down in the comments that you're excited about for 2024. Obviously we have, um, some time before that happens, but is there someone front of mind that you're like, you know what? He could be really interesting going into the next season. Let us know down in the comments. We're open to ideas. So, uh, let's see. Can I zoom in just a little bit more? Uh, look better. Yeah. Let's see one more. Okay, that's even better. Let's do that. So Kyle Larson minus 140. Ryan Blaney plus 110. Uh, Bush versus Busher. I don't want any part of that. Hamlin versus Reddick. Uh, Logano plus 100 versus Kevin Harvick. That one's just scary for the feels. Yeah. It'd be like betting against God. This week, <laughs> like, Give so I chance. think, I think I'm gonna do it. Nope, that one, this one, or this it's one? gonna be Tyrone Gibbs over Ross Chastain. Chastain and Trackhouse are, they're already partying with, uh, you know, their Pitbull. team members down there, Pitbull in Florida, having their fun, looking forward to next season because they have not, they're not racing for anything anymore. So I'm really tempted to add Keslowski over Chastain or over Chase. I feel like Chase is just. Hey, this like, is your last shot. You get to fade. Ace. Yeah, he's just I feel like he's like, you know what? I'm this is, I've tried, it's not happening this year. Let's pack it in. Let's the, Hendrick has two drivers, so he's not gonna get nearly the attention that he would normally get. I don't hate it. I can't tempt fate though and have both Logano and Keslowski on my card, so well, I appreciate you not doing that because that also makes <laughs> makes things easier for me. Yeah, because that that would not end well. All right, let's you. look. So I want to talk um, manufacturers because it's uh, do they not have it? Oh. oh yeah, they haven't even dropped those. Let's exist. Is it maybe up here? And all they got is just so they have the three top Chevy and top Ford or 
top Ford and top Toyota. Mm. That's interesting. Well, I think I kind of think they got smart to the to this particular race. Well, and like someone asked in the chat if Blaney made sense as the top Ford, and I just don't think like some of them. I the the numbers I've seen anyways, he's like minus money, and I just. It just doesn't feel like a good bet. I'd rather find other ways to. I'd rather top three, top, you know, win whatever. Um, and there's only. Oh, here we go. Lagan. So this is the one I think. I no, it was different. Was this the one I texted you, Lagano? Yeah, it was different. Different odds though. Yeah, Lagano, Hamlin, Reddick, and Truex. I mean, if we're assuming these guys are gone, I kind of like that. Although, you know, I guess I don't know. And then here's the championship. So here's what Brian was talking about. So you can get better odds on Byron. You can get better odds on Bell. Uh, Blaney, too. I think he's plus 225, so I hate that. Um, yeah, they don't really have... They don't really have a ton. Uh, and then, obviously, let's go over here. See if they have anything else that's interesting. Uh Oh, the the Vegas race is this, is the F one Vegas race this weekend? Oh, so that's uh two two and a half weeks. Oh, okay, yeah. So like, yeah, you're not November, going for that. You're gonna be that's gonna be a nightmare. Uh, let's see, driver props, team props. No, yeah, they're they're not giving us a ton. Look at well, I think it's because they know. So you would have Larson and Byron as super heavy favorites to finish this time. They would have to be like minus 300. Yeah. And they, then everybody else, that would make everybody else's number elongated. Like you, the next best odds would probably be like eight to one. Yeah. And they don't want to expose this to have anything. Um, let's look at their head to heads. Oh, yeah, versus Larson. Bell versus Byron, Hamlin versus Logano. I feel like everybody has similar head-to-heads this week. Yeah, and the numbers are all pretty similar. Four to one on Bell, three to one on Byron. That's a good Byron number. Yeah, that's the best Byron number I've seen. All right, I'm gonna do it. I I can't I I can't finish the season without having Byron. Um, on my card somewhere, so I'm gonna add him. It's, I think uh, I think he's probably the third option, but as good as he's been all year long, he's puts himself in position and has an amazing pit crew. Um, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna add him, and I'm going to take the three to one, and uh, yeah, if I cash it, I cash it. Let's go. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't hate that. So I'm actually going to add the bell number, the plus four twenty. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't added any bell exposure, and we talked about how much I liked him. So that's probably dumb on my part, but hi. And then yeah, I think I'm going to join you on the Byron. Okay. Also, so I'm going to have both of those hedging honestly i i have no action on kyle larson this week which is kind of sad um but i'm yeah, i did uh with the help of chris wormy get a larson Corey heim uh oh yeah was... i think it was almondinger uh no not almondinger oh, oh uh, algeyer algeyer 
a little, little, little three uh, championship. Well, not a lot of books will let you do that, do the actual championship, not to win the race. Um, but if you're looking for a little parlay to put together, I don't hate that. Um, you could also well, Byron like, number three, right? Byron's three, yeah. Uh, Can always find some stuff to cobble together. Do a little little Algeyer Byron, a little Algeyer Chris Bell, and Algeyer wins, or you could just put it all on Algeyer, let him win, and then roll it over for Sunday. Um, all right, Brian, should we re- recap the betting card as it sits? Give the people our favorite bet as we sit here today, and get get out of here. Let's do it. All right, Brian has Logano at the top 10 at minus 125, Almirola at the top 10 at 3 to 1, Byron over Larson at plus 132, Gibbs over Chastain at minus 115, Bell over Larson, Blaney, and Byron. So Bell to win the championship, 420. Uh, Byron to do the same, 3 to 1. You can see all the odds there. Uh, I have Logano to top 10. I have Briscoe to top 10. I have Almirola to top 10 at 3 to 1. I have Briscoe over Busher, Briscoe over Truex, Brad K over Average Ass Chase Elliott, uh, which that will probably get retired at the end of the year because um, I expect him to be very, very good next year. Uh, but it's been a fun ride being able to use that nickname. And then I did the Byron over Larson, Blaney, and Bell at three to one. Oh, baby. Where did you find that? <laughs> Bet MGM for the first Let's time in a go. long time. <laughs> Let's go. Adding a, a nice little. Anytime I can add Chase Briscoe at a flat track, I'm going to do it. So let's ride. Uh, Brian Twining, as you sit here right now, and I'm going to put in all my units here in a second. What is your favorite and or best bet uh, for the race on Sunday? Well, my favorite bet is my Ryan Blaney championship future I made. Uh, last weekend, I've thank yeah. goodness I got in at the ten to one price because I missed the I'm ridiculousness. Just, of I'm just 40. mad we didn't go back for more. Yeah, um, but as we're sitting here right now, it's got to be the Joey Logano top ten again. Oh I, no! <laughs> oh no! I'm doing it again, man. I I said it. I was tweeting about it. It's going to be two weeks in a row. This is definitely going to end badly. But yeah, I'm going all in here. Um, I expect Penske to once again come out firing on all cylinders, just like we saw them do last season. They clearly have a good feel for this particular track and flat tracks for that matter, because both of them do really well. And Logano in particular is really good at these types of races. So no matter whether they're putting all their assets into the 12, I think Logano is going to come out here, still run really well and try to do what he did last week and get up front to muddy it up a little bit to help his teammate run away and throw a few blocks, put someone on the wall if any, if he needs to, whatever it takes to get Brian Blaney. Yeah. Hopefully we're cashing that ticket come uh, Sunday afternoon. Uh, I love chase Briscoe this week. Um, You know, choosing between Truex, Busher and KFB is, you know, they're all incredibly tempting, but I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to go with the top 10. Just get me in the top 10, figure it out later. Yeah. Um, I, I think he has a phenomenal day. I think he cashes a lot of tickets for me. Um, and I'm going to ride the lightning again with Chase, MF, and Briscoe. And as we talked about, would be one hell of a run out to um, have this be the place where he gets the win. And we can mark that off on the betting card. 
That would be pretty fun. Brian Twining will be coming to you live from Las Vegas when we reconvene. Uh, make sure you go check out the NASCAR betting preview. Uh, you should be doing that each and every week, obviously. The last week for that. Uh, Chris Wormy's last pre-race poll will be Sunday morning. Hopefully. That is if he does it. He did warn yeah, the possibility he won't because he's going to be, be at the track. track. So he's hoping to make it work, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, but Brian and I will be back. We'll record Saturday, Saturday night. It'll be in your feed early Sunday morning. Um, appreciate everybody who has been along for the ride. We'll obviously do some DraftKings lineups and all that good stuff. For Brian Twining, I'm Kyle Robert. Uh, enjoy the rest of your week. We'll recap. We'll re- reconvene Sunday morning and uh, get ready for one hell of a championship race. We'll talk to you next That's time. Crazy.